0: As you're coming in and sitting down, let's start by singing a gathering song, number um, number 78 in the green book. Sing the journey, 78. Mm-hmm. Sizo Se humbaniye.
1: together this morning as a global community to worship God, to be inspired to live lives of mercy and love, to grieve the many ways pain and suffering are a part of the world we share, and to proclaim that we are in this together. In Christ, there is no east or west, north or south. We stand as one great fellowship of love throughout the world. So welcome to this time of worship, of inspiration, of prayer, and of proclamation. May God be glorified in our worship today. Now please stand and join in singing number 306 from the Blue Hymnal. In Christ, there is no east or west.
0: One note about this. We're gonna sing the first verse in English, then Sheena and June are gonna sing the first verse in Korean, we're going to sing verse two in English, they will sing verse three in Korean, and we will sing verse four in English. Is that good? So, we're singing every other verse, and we're singing English words of verses one, two, and four. And next, if you'll turn over to 324 in the same hymnal. 324, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Similarly, um, Ashka and Samita will be singing verses in Nepali between our English verses. So we'll sing verse one, they'll sing. We'll sing verse two, they'll sing. And all of the allelous will be together because it's the same in all languages.
1: on stage Kajingu. He's a senior majoring in Peace, Justice, and Conflict Studies here at Goshen College. He's originally from Tanzania and now he lives with his wife Jan Emsweiler and his five year old son. Today he will talk about his experiences as he grew up in a war zone in Tanzania and how that has influenced his faith and where that has brought him today.
2: That's fine. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Ashika, for a good introduction. And thank you, campus minister team, for letting me to speak with you this morning about my story. And also, thank you, all of you, for coming here this morning. As you can say, my name is Ika Jungo, it's true. I have a son, he's five years old, and I have a wife, Jenny Amsula. She's a professor at the nursing department. I'm PGC major, and this is my last year. <laughs> <laughs> this morning, I'm going to share with you a little bit about my life experience related to conflict, violence, and the peace. I come from Tanzania, East Africa. I lived in a little area, the place is called, it's called Mugum, Serengeti. It's a little bit north, into, north of, of, of Tanzania. For those, who, for those who heard about Serengeti National Park, it's the biggest uh, world animal in the world. From my home to, the, to Serengeti National Park is like two hours. Uh, because I'm going to talk about me, so I didn't do any research. So I would not say according to, I will say just I will talk about my experience. When I was about 10 years old, I saw and I experienced a lot of conflict in my community. It was the 1980s to 1990s, where the place where I grew up, people were fighting each other because of different reasons, which I will mention soon. Their violence between ethnic groups, their violence within ethnic group, their violence and the conflict within a family. There were two reasons why people were fighting. The first one, it was because of land, and the second one, it was because of livestock. I'll talk a little bit, why land and the livestock. Back home in Tanzania, and I think in other parts of Africa, land is our identity. If you want to have respect in the community, you need to have land. So people were fighting because of land. Everyone wants land. People between uh, ethnic group, decided to go in conflict in order to, to own the land. I tried to focus directly to the family because that was the main conflict happened. In the family, you can find a family has more than 12 children, which I think is not usual in the USA. I found. Most of, of family in the USA, there are two children. But back home there, maybe 12, 15, kind of. And according to, according to our culture, the firstborn is the one who gets a big portion of the land. That means the other kids, they need to struggle by, by, by themselves. So because other kids want to, to, to have land, they made bad decision. The option was to kill their brothers in order to get that portion, and also their brothers were led for violence because they knew something like that will happen. So they decided to fight each other. My home, maybe our house where I lived, it's so close to the way that you go to the, to the hospital. I saw people, at least three people per day with big cuts on their head and other parts of, wo- of the body because mm-hmm. they were fighting. People use big knives to fight from each other. I saw young people, women and men, use their clothes to cover their blood and they're walking from more than six miles from their from the, from the home. And since they didn't have transportation, they used, maybe they walked by by their feet. It was a bad situation. This is the place where I grew up, experienced violence, experienced conflict, experienced revenge in the community, within the community, and in the family moving from that life to high school. For for those who have been in Africa and other parts of the world, I think, in high school, we have student leaders. We call them prefect. These people, they have authority to punish other students when they do mistake. I was the one of the prefects. I remember. I did what I was supposed to do. I punished students. I create conflict between the students and I. I knew that the only way of dealing of prob- with problem is violence. So I did that. Student gave me the name, they called me, Soldier. So, from childhood to high school, I had opportunity, I had authority to punish other students, started to give me my identity. From that point, I started to see who I am now, who I was. There's one saying, I hope you know this. Maybe I will say and then we will finish the, the next part. Monkey see, monkey do, yeah? So I saw, and I did a little bit at high school. And I wanted to do what I saw and what I did at high school. And the only place I thought I can do that, was to join in the military remember students called me soldier remember i saw people fight were fighting i saw people bleeding i said i said i need to go i said i need to go to the military That was my my plan A. When we were talking with other students, other students say, I want to go to high school, maybe to college, whatever. But I said, no way. This is my way. But in Tanzania and other parts of Africa, to get a position in in the military is not easy like USA. It's an easier process two things should, you should have. First of all, you should have a lot of money you know, to give someone so you can, you can have that position. Or you need to have someone in high position in the military so he or she can help you to find a position. I didn't have money, but I hired my uncle who was captain in the military. I asked uncle, can I join the military? He said, "Yeah, don't worry about that." So I was waiting. I think if I was here, I could join like the next day, because I watched one movie. I saw military ops. I went to street to wherever to find young people to join in the military. They tried to encourage them by offering a lot of stuff, but back home there, we don't have those opportunities. For that time, it was bad for me. But now I'm so happy it was complicated, the process, to get that position. So while I was waiting, I decided to work with Mennonite Organization in Tanzania. I was youth and education coordinator. I went to teach young people about HIV at high school, elementary school, and in the community. But when I was there, I I wasn't feeling like this is the place I will, I'm supposed to be. My plan was to go to the military. In 2001, in 2002, most of you, not all of you remember that there was war in Afghanistan, which is still happening up to now. I told my, my supervisor about my plan. I told her yeah, I want to go to military, which is my plan. My supervisor asked me, are you a Mennonite? I said, yeah, I am Mennonite. First of all, I didn't didn't understand why she asked me that question. And she knew that I am Mennonite. You know, I was singing. I was a chairperson at, 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 at my choir. I was preaching. So why she asked me if I am Mennonite? Anyway, she took time a little bit. She went to her office and she came with Mennonite magazine. It's called A Common Place. It's not like this one, it's like this one. She opened page, some pages. I saw American soldiers with guns and a lot of stuff in Afghanistan. And the next page, I saw MCC trucks with relief aid in Afghanistan. She told me, Mennonite, as Mennonite, we don't take guns to kill people. We take food, we take clothes, and other they live, and they give people in need. It was a new thing for me. I didn't understand what she was saying. But the good thing, I took time a little bit to think about that. Do you know, it's so hard to change your mind within one minute. It takes time, especially as I said from the beginning, my life experience, It was connected with violence, conflict, and and the conflict. So how how can you change someone like me within one minute? Instead of thinking about going to the military, you ask me to find food and clothes and help people. It was a good idea to help people, but how? Anyway, I took time a little bit to think about what she was saying. I went to the website to read about MCC a little bit. I found a lot of good things they, they do in different parts of the world. But I took two, two, two things and I decided to measure guns and save people. What the best? That's the question that came to my mind. I said, no, I need to think again in my decision. I told my boss, so what should I do? I don't have enough education. I have only high, high, level, high school education. The good thing, she told me that she really find the way to take him to, to school, which, is, which was good. So, I don't want to go over there. I want to come back to my point. If I closed my ears and I stick with my plan, today my, my life would, would be different. My life would be connected with violence. And you know what? Back, back home there, people are fed. To talk with soldiers, and that's what I want it to be. In the book of Matthew 5, 9, the Bible says, God bless those who work for peace, for they will be called the children of God. So, what I want to tell you. I know all of us, we have a plan in our life. And sometimes we think our plan is what God wants us to, be, to do. But on the other hand, I learned that we need to open space to listen from other people. Let's share our plans with other people. And we need to be able to change our plans, if possible. My time at Goshen College, I learned a lot of things, especially in my PGS classes. And I know I have a lot of challenges for what I have I got here at Goshen College after, 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 after graduation. Thank you so much, and God bless you.
0: As a song of response, let's sing 434 in the blue hymnal to Mamina. 434. And you can stand.
1: Thank you, Kajunga, for sharing a story of God's work in the midst of difficult circumstances. Now we're going to have a time of prayer for all those who suffer in our world. Some of these people are our friends, and some we do not know. Either way, we invite you to hold those who suffer in the light of God's love. You may choose to stay in your seat and pray, or you may choose to come in front and light a candle as a way of praying for someone who's having a hard time or for some situation that is unjust or painful or even dangerous. If you want to light a candle, please come into the basket in the circle and light it from the Christ lamp and place it in one of the sand trays. As we join in this time of prayer, let us begin by singing a song from Zimbabwe, If You Believe and I Believe, from Sing the Journey, number 32. Now please join me in prayer. God of love, we bring you our prayers, our pains, our sadness for all who are having a hard time. We ask you to be with those who suffer today. Surround them with your love, comfort them with your presence, sustain them with your spirit. In your name, Lord Jesus, we offer our prayers, amen.
0: For uh, one last song, let's turn into Blue Hymnal 2, number 367, for the healing of the nations. 367, Leanne, you can stand. Thank you and go in peace. Happy Friday.